Hi, my name's Aoife Howes. I'm a journalist at TXF and I'm here with Sakib Mustafa from Santander. Would you just like to tell me a bit about what you do? Uh, thank you, Aoife. Yes, um, I work for Santander UK within the global transaction banking team and I uh, focus on structured trade and receivable finance business uh, for our UK uh, FTSE and FTSE 200 clients. Um, a lot of work that uh, we are involved in is uh, to do with short-term trade finance. So we, one of the, our core products or solutions that we work with is uh, purchase of uh, bulk portfolio of uh, receivables from our customers uh, and using uh, private credit insurance to, uh, to risk mitigate and also to get the capital relief. And what sort of trends and opportunities are you seeing in the market at the moment? I think within the, um, within the product that we, we offer to our customers, there is a growing demand for, um, for portfolio receivables. Um, solutions because from a client point of view it gives them off-balance sheet treatment it gives them access to liquidity it gives them um, and, and you know a, a, a cost benefit and, and an efficient uh, liquidity tool um, and uh, I think the growingly increasingly clients are uh, realizing the benefits of, uh, of this working capital solution which they can deploy um, you know a, apart from using more expensive, more uh, capital-intensive uh, banking arrangement. On, on our side, I think um, the same, same would apply. We, we see that because of the capital relief that we get based on this product, the historically low, low uh, default rates uh, within this asset class makes it attractive for the bank and we have been growing this particular area or in this uh, particular field for the last couple of years and I think uh, going into 2020-21 uh, we see strong demand and growth in this business. On the other side are you facing any headwinds in the market? I think um, with a bit of uncertainty that has been in the in the air for the last sort of 12-18 months um, due to the trade wars and the bit of weakening that has taken place in the markets, uh, especially in Asia, uh, China and the countries associated with the supply chain. There is a bit of a restriction in, in, in capacity that we see. Um, however, I think for good um, or better, better corporate names or obligors, there is still capacity available. Albeit, I think insurance companies are, uh, are more proactive in their due diligence and risk assessment, which is a good thing um, because then at least we know that um, uh, in case of a, of a default or in case of a scenario where we may have to call on the insurance policies, uh, the claims are honoured. And do you think that um, trade finance deals, commodity export finance deals, uh, will start closing from start to finish on the blockchain anytime soon? I think uh, it's an interesting question. I mean, there are um, there are initiatives out there, from what I understand. So I think if you look at um, uh, if you look at We Trade, which is a consortium within Europe, um, which includes uh, some very big financial institutions and also corporates. And also, then there are other similar, smaller, and bigger consortiums uh, which have uh, which have formed. And there is a clear effort to push in that direction. I think because it provides the users with a very secure and efficient methodology and a mechanism for uh, exchanging information. 
and also uh, ensures that the payments and the processes are more streamlined, standardized. However, I think the, the challenge with blockchain remains that uh, it's, it's a medium, um, secure medium, which has to be adopted. So it's not something which can be everyone or, a, or an ecosystem which is formed around it. People have to buy into it. People have to still sign up to it and align their systems to, to be able to use it. I think which will poses, still poses a bit of uh, an awful struggle for many. But I, from here, I would say if you ask me five years down the road or uh, seven years down the road, I think uh, it will become more and more um, uh, usable, more user-friendly. People will become, uh, corporates will become uh, comfortable in using it and they'll see advantages. And do you buy private insurance? And if so, what type do you buy? Well, as, um, as an organization, we use, yes, we use um, uh, trade credit insurance primarily uh, and other forms of insurance as well, uh, but within my business area. And we access the market through, through our brokers and uh, it, it helps us gain the necessary um, capital relief, uh, risk mitigation, and ability to offer efficient solutions to our customers. And do you um, shop around for insurance at all? Well, we do. Um, again, um, we access uh, the market through our brokers. So they, are, they have sort of a much wider angle into the market and they're able to uh, provide us with uh, competitive uh, solutions uh, on premiums and credit capacity, which helps us decide uh, you know, what we want and how, wh which one would apply to our customers or specific cases. Um, also, as, as, a, as a big financial institutions, we have our own credit assessment on various insurance companies across the world, uh, which, uh, on which we take exposure and book our risk. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for your time today and I hope you had a good day at uh, the CPRI conference. Thank you, Eva.